Um, good morning, everyone. Um, am I audible? Please, if I'm audible, just um, send me a message. Let me see if I'm audible so we can start. Okay, thank you very much. So today is the um, day two of the webinar. Yesterday was a small introduction to some terms and um, terminologies so that we can um, get started today. But today, no time for terms and terminologies. We go straight to the um, business of the day. Now, um, yesterday we said that uh, macroeconomics is the study of um, the major economic um, tools or the or aggregates. It studies the viral economy, which encompasses market businesses, consumers, and um, consumers, nations, and um, governments. Now, examines examines um, okay, thank you. It examines uh, yes, examines and um, concepts such as interest rates, which we are going to deal dwell on today. Inflation, economic growth, supply and demand, monetary fiscal policy, international trade changes in unemployment, and gross domestic improvement. Now. Let's kick off from where we where we stopped yesterday. Like I said, there are a lot of um, concepts. And there are a lot of uh, economic major economic indicators that um, macroeconomics cover. But for the purpose of the present situation that we find ourselves, for the purpose of um, the economic reality that we are now, we are only going to talk about three of those factors because that is what is prevalent right now: interest rates, inflation, and a monetary policy. We are we are not going to dwell so much on. Um, Gross domestic product, but also unemployment. Okay. Uh, relative, um, now, re relative, re relative importance of data. That's what I'm saying. Significance of data change over time. In 1992, the trade balance was the was was the number one. Was the number one? I didn't type it. The number one major economic indicator. But from 1997, unemployment became the number the, the number one major um, economic indicator. Then, from uh, 2022, inflation, inflation became number one. So, if you ask me, why is why why are the changes in the major economic indicators over time? That is because the data collection via societies and um, via society is going in proxy. In 1992, um, the, the the US dollar was was stronger than, than it is right now. If you get what I mean, then. In the year uh, 1997, the, the uh, was no longer on um, import or export, shifted to um, unemployment. Then for the year 2022, after the um, print, after the random print of a lot of um, cash and um, keeping those cash in circulation, now we are now talking about inflation, because of, uh, the pandemic and what have you. So the after effect of some um, economic um, condition what we decide, what we focus on the most. That's why if you look at the news, every day is being talked about inflation. So if we fast forward to the present, interest rate and um, inflation data form this, give the most significance as the, as the major market indicators. Why? Because if, because that is the current market reality we have. So if you would, um, 
if you, if you ask why is the um, gross domestic product no longer a big deal, despite the fact that I um, said that, that, that I added yes, I added it yesterday as the big three. Well, here is here is your answer. Let me um, from my note. Okay, why the GDP is no longer a big deal? Well, it, it became one of the least important economic indicators on the US calendar. Why? Because of why because of it was less frequently um, reported. The, the, the data comes out um, quarterly, unlike um, before, which, which was monthly, and it is prone to ambiguity and um, misinterpretation. So what that so so what that means is uh, let me give an example. Uh, if the if, if the, uh, the GDP growth is a result of um, inventory build-up, the effect of, on the on the currency may actually be negative. Also, a large number of, of the components that, comp that compromise the, the GDP report are known in advance of the release. So, if you look at the uh, trade, uh, the, the, the balance of payment and what have you, those things make no um, relevance for today because even the trading partners, how they are the US operate and what have you, they are all clearly defined. So. Those things are not really important. So what we are going to focus on today is what is important, which is um, inflation, interest rate, and um, unemployment. Then we talk about other market and participants. Now, inflation and interest rates. What is inflation? Inflation is the rise in prices of goods and services, which can be translated as the decline of purchasing power, uh, as the decline of purchasing power over time. Prices are rapidly increasing. High, high inflation rate prices are, are rapidly decreasing. Low inflation rates. An inflation rate of zero means that prices re remain essentially the same month after month. Now, price rises means that one unit of money buys fewer goods and services. This impacts the cost of living, leading to this deceleration in economic growth. Now, if you look at them, inflation, prices of things have to keep going up on a, on a steady and um, constant and basis as um, goods and services. So it reduces the purchasing power over time. And today we are going to link it as to why it relates to interest rates. Why why does the rapid increase in price of goods have to interest rate? Mm. Effects of um, inflation. It causes a decline in the value of a country's currency, but can benefit exporters by making their goods more affordable than price in the currency of foreign goods, but bad for exporters because goods become more expensive. Now, what does this mean? Now diving into how it relates to the price market now. It causes a decline in the value of a country's um, currency. That means that, let's take the US dollar for an example. If the value of the of the US dollar to the Japanese yen is 110, for example, now let's put it that way now, and there is um, inflation, that, 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 
what that means is that one dollar can no longer give you 110 japanese yen one dollar may give you 90 or 80 so so that would be bad for people that want to import because they have to produce more dollars but when but for someone that is um exporting into usa since 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 the since the currency of his um of, of his business is japanese yen then he has more money to um to, to bring the goods into the us so secondly higher inflation in encourages spending but discourages savings meaning that any money you keep with the bank or in the bank as the case may be the higher um the the uh, the, the something higher inflation encourages spending but discourages some um, savings meaning that the value of the savings tend to drop because if you're you remember the word purchasing power which we which we um started the purchasing power the line the same way the line okay hmm. Let me underline this one. So let me see what. So, for example, now let me let me make the, the, the example again. I said that higher inflation encourages spending, but discourages savings in the sense that. Um, the more the um, prices of things go up, the more people tend to buy goods and services because of the fear that it may get worse tomorrow. So if someone has a ten dollars, for example, he will want to buy everything as fast as possible because he knows that by tomorrow that ten what ten dollars could buy today becomes seven dollars. But someone that keeps ten dollars in the bank now, he will not he will not want to keep that money in the bank because he knows that if I keep that money in the bank, what ten dollars could buy today? By tomorrow, it, I will need about seven or eight. Sorry, I will need about thirteen or fourteen dollars to buy that thing. So, if you look at the, um, the, the, the various world economies, there are different examples as to what inflation costs and um, how it affects the, uh, the the economy of a country in in, in totality. We are going to take um, some of the examples. Now, the first example we we'll talk about is the hyperinflation of uh, nineteen seven. Sorry, nineteen twenty nine. I'm going to direct Look, a lot of documents on my phone. Um, okay. 
Okay, the, uh, now I've, I've gotten it. I could reply some. Now, the hyperinflation of 1929. Well, like I said, uh, there are um, one of um, there, there, there are one of um, the one of the trees is uh, inflation, unemployment. So, so for the um, for the hyperinflation of uh, 1929, it, it is called the uh, what, what, did, what did they call that? What did they call? Hyperinflation of 1922. No wonder I'm having difficulty. That's the difference. Hyperinflation. Now, hyperinflation can be defined as, a, as, as an inflation raging at the rate of 30% or more per month. That is, um, for, for example, if something cost um, $2 in um, January, that, that means by February, somebody's going to pay $3 for it. But if something cost $10 in January, February, someone is going to pay about um, $15. That was the that was what is the hyperinflation. Hyperinflation can be defined as um, a, a 50% um, increase. Well, there are several um, examples of um, hyperinflation, you know, most of them involving um, countries that was after World War One and World War Two. So we are getting to geopolitics. But the best known um, hyper uh, the best known um, inflation, which is the uh, and hyperinflation, which result, which which, which proceeded at three hundred and twenty-two percent a month between August nineteen twenty-two and um, November nineteen twenty-three, and his final climatic days in October nineteen twenty-three, the inflation rate was thirty-two thousand per month. So, the basic cause of the Japan um, hyperinflation was the Versailles Peace Treaty. Remember what what I, what, what I thought about an agreement and um, treaties well, whereby uh, Germany was required to pay um, repatriations to um, Britain and um, France because of the um, World War One. But the problem is that uh, the Germans were unwilling to obtain funds to pay the repatriations by rising taxes. So instead, they ran a huge government and um, budget deficit financed by printing um, paper money. So this is an example of a, of, of a hyperinflation. Why? Because of large amount of money that was in circulation, which we are also going to talk about today. Whenever there, there is an inflation, like I said, the value of um, the, the, the value of uh, money tend to be reduced by, um, by the largest thing. What, what, what an amount could buy today can no longer buy. So the uh, hyperinflation is, an, is a perfect example of, um, of, an, of um, inflation. And there are other um, things as you look at. Next slide. Uh, reasons for the current inflation. quite good yeah now let me see this. currently um the us was said to be in an inflation from um you, you can see the um, constant and the percent rise in interest rate we are by prices of this we are going we are going up so if you look at the cpi which i thought yesterday the cpi and um, data for all of 2022 and um and most of this year you will study it has been a, a consistent and rise which is over three percent it was about um, it was it was well at two percent before uh, before twenty twenty one. Now it's over three percent. So that there's a, there's a, there's a persistent um, rise in, um, in in inflation based on the CCI the the, uh, the CPI my price index which was talked about. So what are the reasons for the current inflation? Now the more the most um, famous and obvious reason is in Russia Ukraine. If you if you notice energy and when um, the burden first came to power, the first thing he he, he did was to cut the um, Keystone um, pipeline, and thereby making it impossible for US to um, 
buy and sell oil to the to the to the Europeans, thereby slowing down the um, thereby thereby slowing down um, the the access to um, oil um, energy, and at the um, and at and at the same time increasing the prices of um, what do you call it? Increasing the prices of um, energy in the in the gas to so those who buy gas and water. Inflation um, if inflation covers and prices of goods and services, especially essential goods, and everybody knows that. Uh, fuel um or pms depending on what you call that's what you call it or what very essential for for a for a con um for um daily living so because of the lack of um so because of the um lack of accessibility to um to to fuel it had to it had to um, skyrocket prices of things and um, with that was also the second is energy prices which is also tied to russia ukraine the um the, the Nord Stream One pipeline that was cut off and made it impossible for um, Europeans to get access to oil from Russia. We are by the price. Let me write it. Add Europeans get oil. For Europeans to get access to oil and gas. So the second thing was um, which led to which in turn, which which led to um, increase in oil price. Then the most famous reason for the inflation, which I talked about, uh, nineteen, that is excess. printing of money in circulation so these are what um causes um inflation basically for this um current era and emergence and for the current era and time that we are in so if the government um, the more the more money in circulation the more, the more um inflation why why is that so because it, it tends to reduce the um value it, it tends to increase the demand for for for, for, for um commodities and thereby um uh, yeah, yeah, by um, making prices to skyrocket because um, demand must uh, match and supply. So inflation, inflation, demand slash supply. So a situation whereby there is, whereby there is more money in circulation. So the demand of um, goods increases in in relation to supply. So so when supply becomes unlimited now, people have to pay higher for those available goods. So so these are one of the um, reasons for inflation. But then again, you may ask, what does that? What does all this have to do with me as a trader? And what does this have to do with the forest market? Well, here is the issue. Now, when we all, we all know that there is inflation, it's one of the major market economic indicators which I've just talked about. Now, we all know that when there is inflation, people tend to spend and it and it um, reduces um, investment and what have you because people are just buying things to avoid them. Is in prices there's there, there no really savings or investment and what have you 
So what, what are the um, what what does the government in most cases do to curb inflation? Well, that's where we bring in interest rate into the discussion now. What is an interest rate? Interest rate is the amount a lender that is a borrower and is a percent and is a percentage of, of the um, of the principal that is the amount owed. The interest rate on a loan is typically noted on an, an on annual basis known as the annual percentage rate. Now, what does this mean? It means that if I loan you um, let's say hundred dollars. And I, and I tell you that at the end of the year you have to pay me five. You have to pay me five dollars on top my dollars that I gave you. That five that five dollars is is interest rate. And the annual percentage rate means that for every year till you pay me that hundred dollars back, must give me extra five dollars. That's one. Or if you loan me the same uh, money, uh, we have to do the same thing now. So interest rates apply to lending or borrowing transactions, like I've just explained. A, a, a country's a country's rent a country's and central bank set its interest rates and it tend to um, rise in line with inflation that, that, that that's the um, where we are going at so for a country not not, not to be said to be in a recession the interest rate must be higher than the um, inflation rate let, let, let me recap before we go the amount a lender charges a borrower is a percentage of the, of the principal, which, which is the amount loan. The interest rate on a loan is typically noted on an annual basis, known as the annual loan percentage, which, which I just explained. So, and the, 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 that extra percentage, because it's on a percentage basis. So, if you loan me money, why loan you money? And I say I want a five percent interest rate. What that means is that if the loan is going to stay for a for a particular number of years. Every year that you're with that money, you have to pay me five percent extra. But the problem is inflation. So if inflation is at six percent, and um, in the interest is at five percent, that means that for as the year goes by, you're losing money. Why? Because you, you're 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 getting a one percent um, deficit or minus, as the case may be, because there is there, there, there is no value or gain in that um, in that debt because of the the the, 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 the numbers. If you loan me. Um, a thousand and it's actually pay you five percent every year but it's at ten percent that means at the end of the year the value of the, of, of what i gave you is, is already reducing so there's nothing that you, that, that that the borrower is benefiting it may be good for the lender anyway but bad for borrowing so we are going to um, link it to countries now interest rates and inflation now this um this discussion will, will, will be streamlined to the united states dollar United States dollar and the Fed. If you ask me why the United States dollar and the Fed, well, it's quite simple. Because of the dollar is their reserve currency for the world, and most um, most um, countries have their, their foreign reserves in dollars. Now they move in the same direction because interest rates are the primary tool used by the U.S. central bank, which is the Fed. manage inflation how how do they do that like i said the higher the uh, in, in the higher the inflation rates the higher the the, the the interest rates that's why we keep saying every every um every quarter as the case may be eight times for the year they're always thinking of raising rate why because they want the, the rate to match with inflation 
So if the rate doesn't match with, with inflation, it becomes a problem. And then we can say we are in a recession. Why? Because the notion of the word recession has been changed. It used to mean if the um, inflation rate is higher than the interest rate at um, three, um, three, 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 three sections or three quarters now I don't know what it means anymore. I've been a change on the description. So now the, the, the Federal Reserve targets a positive rate of inflation defined as a sustained rise in the overall prices of, of goods and services because because wrong 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 um, I didn't write this thing with the Fed targets a positive rate of inflation defined as a sustained rise in the overall price level of goods and services. Now what does this do? what what does, does this mean? Inflation is not totally bad. Neither is, is it totally good. So definitely, the, the Fed must keep inflation at a particular um, percentage point, which is um, 2%. Yes, 2%. Over overall price levels of 2%. Why 2%? Because, like I said, inflation, 2%. Where is the percentage? Like I said, inflation um, it's spending. So when there is a so when there is persistent increase in prices, but on a um, on a well controlled level, we tend to put money in that economy. We tend to put money in that country. That does in, in the case of West. But the problem is that if there is a persistent um, dec decline in uh, prices, but like it will. Hmm. Okay, I'm still here. Hmm. Okay, so but if there's a persistent decline in price, which is known as deflation, it tends to scare investors away, and then nobody we want to nobody we want to um, invest in the economy or, or, or spend. So because of they need to create that level playing field, they have to um they have to um have some level of inflation. Who's going to put that for the economy a certain period of time now? Uh, what is the um, advantages or an, of um, interest rate in relation to inflation? Now, whenever there is an economic slowdown, whenever the, whenever the economy slows down, they, 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 they tend to lower the rates, as we are seeing for next year. Yeah, fairly signaling that they're going to lower the rate. Why? Because they believe that there is there are slowdown in um, economic um, factors and in functions. So definitely, the rates are going to be lower. So if you ask me, okay. So as relates to the interest rates, relates to inflation rates, relates to unemployment now, what what does the government do to curtail and control all this now? They, they use a system called the monetary policy. Now, the monetary policy is the system that the government used to put the um, I want to talk about the unemployment again. Now, what does the government do to put the um, the economy in order? 
how, how can they control that interest rate and how can they control inflation? Well, they use what they call a monetary policy. Now, what is a monetary policy? This is a set of tools used by the National Central Bank to control the overall money supply to promote economic growth and employ strategies such as reversing interest rate and changing bank reserve requirements. So what does this what does this what does this mean? This means that um, the monetary policy is one of those tools that that, that is the central bank will use, particularly for the, for the discussion the Fed. Fed will use to control the overall money supplies to promote economic growth and employ strategies. Now, what is the money supply? Money supply relates to the amount of money in circulation of a particular country. Like I said, when talking about the uh, hyperinflation, which, which I explained, 1929 in Germany, the government did not want to tax tax citizens to, to, to pay the repatriations to France and France alike. So they had to um, print more money. But then, because of the, um, the, the surplus um, paper, paper, paper cash in, um, in circulation, they had to become a, they, they, had, they had to lead to um, inflation. Give me a minute. Back to a monetary policy, I have to open the part of my note. Now, still on the monetary policy, like I said, in the United States, the Federal Reserve Bank implements monetary policy through, through a, a dual mandate, that is to achieve two things, which is a maximize employment and keep inflation in place. Now, how do they do that? They do that by controlling the overall um, money supply, that is which I've defined as um, the total amount of money in circulation. Let me add it here. Was to promote economic growth and employ strategies such as investing and interest rate and reversing bank and requirement now. So since the dual mandate is to um, maximize employment and keep 
what did this that after they look at their gdp the rate of inflation you know the um, economic growth and them um, and, and what have you now they will not say okay based on the current um, um state of the economy um do we do, do we raise the interest rate or we or do we um, reduce interest rate now this is done because of the, 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 the revised interest rate so that they can know the, the amount that they are going to start in money that, that is going to be loaned to the nation's banks because it is the banks that um, do business, the commercial banks. So the central bank will be like, okay, we are currently in an inflation or inflation as the case may be. So do, so, so do the rates rise or do the rates fall? So that as rates and fall or rise, financial institutions will now adjust rates whereby they give them people to do their businesses and what have you. So when the um, rates fall, it's easier for the banks now to now borrow money to the public to come and do businesses whereby start companies and what have you, and they can now employ people in return. But as the rates go high, people will not be scared to uh, borrow, but people, poor people will want to save more. So that's one thing we need to uh, understand. Also, they got also um, control of money available in the economy and the standard store which new money is added. That's another another use for interest rates. Whenever they want to pump new money, whenever they want to pump new money into the economy, they do it via the monetary policy. Example is the um, COVID-19 pandemic. When they printed and started giving people, right, because of the economy was slowing down for obvious reasons. So, another um, thing that the uh, interest rate may cover is the um, yields and bonds. Because it may, um, the, the, it may decide to, to whether they want to sell or buy government yields and bonds, you know, or target them in um, exchange um, foreign. The, 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 I would like to. Yields and bonds are another, is another, is another way, another way to which the monetary policy, whereby they want to sell or target them, the, the, the yields and bonds, so as to um, increase uh, um, the value of the of the dollar or what have you. Now, what are bonds? What are yields? Mm. Mm. Bonds. Mm. Okay, so now what is a bond? A bond is a fixed income instrument that represents a loan made by an investor, a borrower. Most of the time, that borrower is normally the government, that is um, the, the, the United States government. A bond could be through an IOU between the lender and the borrower that includes details of the loan and its payments. Bonds are used by um, companies, sovereign governments to um, finance and or projects and operations. So now, what what does uh, the bond signify? Okay. So now, what are um, government um, what are government bonds now? Government bonds can be said to be okay. Let me uh, let me let me read it. Uh, <laughs> okay, like I like I define bonds. I define bonds. So what are government bonds? A government bond is a debt security issued by the government to support government spending on obligations. 
government bonds can pay periodic interest payments called bond um, payments, not important. Government bonds issued by national governments are often considered low-risk investments since the Asian governments back then. So how does this um, relate to um, to the interest rate now? If the interest rate is at five percent, so when you go when, when you go buy the when, when you go pay for the government and bond, at, let me say you you, you, you put them um, hundred thousand as the case may be. So the government will have to give you a yearly return of five percent. That's why they call them um, the United States bonds one of the safest investments. But once you um, loan the government the money for them to carry out whatever they want to do, then they have to give you a certain amount of returns on a yearly basis based on how the bond is going to last. Going to last for five years, going to last the ten years. So what determines that um, interest? That is the interest rate. So one of the ways that the government can control the supply of money is by issuing bonds. When they see that there's a lot of money is in circulation, there's a lot of money on the streets, they can say, okay, people should come and buy government bonds. And in this, and, and in some people are bringing back a lot of money back into the government. Or at the same time, the government can say, okay. How, how 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 about we start uh, we increase the um, interest rate so that people can um, put money and see whether they can um, put keep 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 the economy going and, and carry out all, all their own um, obligations. Now, what are yields? Okay, yields are the earnings that are being generated or realized on the investment over a, over a particular period of time. So when you um, buy the government bonds, those um, yearly returns, which, which may be 5%, 2% as the case may be, is what is called a yield. So if you um, pay for the for, for the government bond and it's issued to you, then in, um, in in a year they give you 5% based on the interest rate, which is your returns, which is the current rate right now. That, that you can be said to be the returns of your investment that you give to the government of the bond. You um, get what I mean. So, what's written it here? Let me write a government um, bond. Let me write it. Let me type it. Government bond. That should by government support and spending and pay periodic pay periodic interest now why now what are youths like i've already explained youths Okay. No. Any 
is generated and realized the government bond you. So since we have let us have a recap of what we have gone through for our we have basically talked about three things. We have talked about inflation, we have talked about interest rate, and we have talked about the uh, monetary policy. So if you ask why all this, why? Because these are the major uh, major factors that, that are looked on when, when people make um, economic, um, sorry, when people make their trading decisions and take uh, their other economic decisions based on whatever they want to do. Why is that? Because the current um, reality makes makes for that how if, if you ask me if there is a let's say let's use the euro usd for an example now if there is if the if the interest uh, for the interest for the euro is about is in um is, let me say 4.5 percent which it is and the uh, interest rate for us is 5.5 um, percent investors are going to go where they can get higher returns and investment so where will they carry their money to the us of course so so they will sell their dollars Oh, sorry so they will now sell their dollars and use that uh, and use that dollars to buy sorry they will sell the euro to buy the dollars that means they will say okay i have a million euro so they will now exchange it for for a for a a million euro worth in dollars because they know that at the end of the year the, the euro is going to sorry the dollar is going to give them a higher in returns of investment so people tend to take their currencies to where they know they can get higher rates of, of higher rating higher, higher rate of um, returns for, for investment but that is not the so why because not every country's um, currency is valuable or worth investing on. Example, the um, Zimbabwe, whatever they call it, about two hundred percent interest rate, but nobody is taking their um, their resources there. Why? Because of other economic factors. How we look. This discussion deals only with certain specific currencies, currencies that operate in an open economy. What what is an open economy? An open economy is a country whereby people can import what freely, whereby uh, whereby things can be moved from one point without any level of um, without any level of um, here and there. As an open economy, export goods and services to other nations, buy imports from them, and has financial flows to and from nation um, foreign countries. That is the the, the, um, the the euro to the US. You know, there's a free flow of um, business transactions from which between Europeans and Americans and what have you. And see that for other parts of the world. So, whereby there is an open economy, the monetary policy, the, um, the inflation and the interest rate can be looked at to see where they can invest and also remember save um, heavens. So, so now this um, looking at this trip, these three things now. What does that have to do with us as traders? Give me a minute.
Okay, we're back. So now, knowledge of all these helps governments, central banks, uh, ETFs, commercial banks, and maybe multinational corporations, regulators, and hedge funds to make trading decisions and know how to um, keep their money because yesterday, user point has acquired an example. If Apple sells in Naira in Nigeria, they want to move their money immediately out of the country. Why? Because keeping it in Naira is bad for business. It reduces the value of the country. Sorry, the value of the of the um, of, of the profit and what have you just by it being in Naira. So they have to take it to places that they know that yes, I keep my money that it can give me either better returns or at least the value should remain as it is and no um no, no reduction. So that is why monetary policy, interest rate, inflation, and unemployment must be looked at. Not um, never overlook it. So now the major market um, participants we are going to talk. Talk, talk about them as related to the above um, things we just discussed in the past in, in for the past um, hour now. Major market participants, now the government. This is what is um, actually important. Those other things I just may um, talk about. Do you have a better understanding now? Let's start with government. Government is the machinery that runs the state. What everybody here knows what um, government is. They are the ones that create the central bank. They run the state, creates central bank, determines was the foreign policy and monetary. So now, what role does the government play in in the market as related to as related to the above? Now. If, but we need to understand there is what they call um, fiscal policy. I only focus on monetary policy because of what we are what, what we are doing, which is trading. Most of the um, countries that that, is, that um, follow the um, fiscal policy um, principle, they call it, are more of them um, developing countries and countries that are not totally open economies. What, what what is fiscal policy? Fiscal policy is simply changing government expenditures and tax rates. But instead of them to um, think of controlling the money supply and interest rate, they will just say, okay, we are going to spend on ABC, and we are going to forego EDF. Finish. That's just the difference between um, fiscal policy and monetary policy. Monetary policy is solely money supply, fiscal policy is only government expenditure and tax rate. But for some um, economies, because it's just economy, we cannot just say we, we, we just want to. Um, what government expenditure? No, the U.S. economy is very big. Guys, employer of labor is in, in the world. Can't do that. So what they do is focus on the money supply. And then, like I said, the U.S. dollars is the reserve currency of the earth. So definitely, they can um, do and undo, unlike other people. That's why they can um, set interest rates and print as much as they want. Reserve currency, but people in Zimbabwe cannot do the same. That's why they want to be funded because the waste and the inflation rate in Zimbabwe is way more than even the two hundred percent. Funny enough. So now, one of the things that government does is to make these decisions. They decide what will be the monetary policy. The government is in the business of deciding, okay, how can we um, give, how, 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 how can the central bank operate? Like I said, the government creates and operates the central bank. But for the sake, but for the, um, sake of the, sorry, sorry, but for the USD, the central bank has a zero facet committee. Yeah, but they don't take, they don't, they don't, they don't take their instruction from the government. Jerome Powell and the other members can do 
Why? Because the law is a zero oversight committee. But for the man, the boarding, the current president can sack any member as he pleases, and he can um, decide to replace, nominate somebody else, then the Senate must confirm that person. So one of the, the major and the biggest market participants is the government, right? because they basically set the rules. They set the rules and get the ball rolling. Example, China. Um, China doesn't give um, room for an um, open speculation of their currency. They run a fixed interest rate. Now, what is a fixed interest rate? Let me read from my notes. Sorry if I'm very slow. Uh, I've not taken my breath for, for two days now because of the discussion. So it's, 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 it's finding me, it's getting in the way of my um, physical um, this, um, movement and what have you. Okay, so as I was talking about the government, I said a fixed in exchange rate. A fixed exchange rate is a regime applied by a government, like I said, or central bank that ties the country's official currency exchange rate to another country's currency or the price of gold. The purpose of a fixed exchange rate system is to keep a country's currency value within a narrow band. That means it's impossible for speculation. You can only speculate on a country's currency because the country itself is speculating. Like, as I've said, for the case of China, uh, as an example, the China, they run a fixed exchange rate system. Most um, economies in Africa, exception of, of South Africa, which I know about now, don't run a fixed exchange rate. It is impossible to speculate. You can look up the Nigerian uh, Naira to US dollar on your chart. If you can um, place it by yourself. No, impossible. Why? Because fixed exchange rates so bad that they even have it. A parallel market, a black market. But for most of the developing nations, particularly for the ones that we trade, what, what, what they run is a, is a, is a, is a open exchange rate, which is why we are in the market. Now, what is an open exchange rate? <laughs> oh, sorry, I made a mistake. It's called a floating exchange rate, not open, floating. Let me read the definition of a floating exchange rate. Okay, a floating exchange rate. A floating exchange rate is a redeem where the currency's price of a nation is set by the forex market based on demand and supply relative to other currencies. Now, if we go back to the history of um, what we call forex today, which is um, the uh, Plaza Accord Agreement of 1985, that is from the um, Bretton Wood Agreement of 1945 and the Plaza um, Accord of um, 1985, you can see the progression for us to get to the market. Without the government, will all those things have been possible? No. So we cannot and we can never override the government as relates to um, relates to the, the, the forex market. So now, the floating um, exchange rate, which I have explained, it is left for to, to demand and supply. So since left to demand and supply, they have to look at interest rates, they have to look at multiple policy, 
and make decision where do we put our money in end of the year or the end of the quarter depending on how they invest there is a um there, there is profit people go there people go to only countries that are countries that they do they can get a ton of investment click euro euro usd you click it by what you believe is that the value of the um, Euro to the USD will increase over time. The price will go up. If you click it, what you believe is that the value of the euro to the dollar will depreciate. So anytime you come to the market, you understand what the government does. That's why anytime that that's why I always talk about them looking at it. If you look at the country's budget, you can figure out what they want to do. You understand their monetary policy. I'm not saying you should read all of the budget. Just focus on the one that relates to the foreign exchange markets. You don't have to look at budget for who they will buy slippers for Namibia for, where they will sponsor LGBT in um, Uganda. No, just focus on the parts that relates to the foreign exchange market. So that's one thing we need to do. So notwithstanding the um, floating um, in, um, exchange rate and the, um, what do they call it? The fixed exchange rate, let me um, write in relation to government, floating, floating, Exchange rates. Motion is only possible. Only possible. Voting and rates. So that being said, if you want to, we we only trade pairs that is that, that is a floating exchange rate. That, that's based on the people that made them 1985. Um, Plaza Accord, which is the based on the Plaza Accord. Let me add it based Plaza Accord. You can um, read it up and look it up. There is no enough time, so I cannot have, have gone into it, but that is history and not relevant for today uh, and our decisions we are going to. Also, just because of a, a government that um, runs a floating exchange rate doesn't mean they are going to just let everything be. No, no government is stupid, nobody is useless. Like I said, the government is a missionary that runs a state. It's the act of government. So they will do everything possible to keep the state at the at the at the right time. Example, Japanese yen. The Japanese yen run a system called a dirty flow. These are one of the ways that the government can interfere in the um, foreign exchange market based on the on the aligned explain the major economic factors. Now, what is a dirty flow? A dirty float is a floating exchange rate, listen, whereby a country central bank occasionally, sorry, a country central bank or government, government gives direction to the central bank, occasionally intervenes to change the direction or, or the pace of change in a country's value. In most um, instances, the central bank in a dirty float system acts as a buffer against external economic shock, or its effects become disruptive to the domestic economy. A dirty float is also known as a monetary. Now, I know most of us are familiar with um, the man that broke the Bank of England. I don't want to talk politics today. He's called uh, George Soros. If the government had run, if the US, sorry, if the UK government was running a, a dirty float system, maybe he wouldn't have done that. That's my personal opinion, not, um, not tested at the academia. I believe that he did that because of it was a floating exchange and it was open because of demand and supply. But in a place like um, China, what have you, George Soros will be dead. Russia, he will just um, fall from the top floor of one hospital. 
So they do this to as to as well as to manage the um, value of the um, currency. But a clean float is a is a system whereby the central bank does not intervene in the currency in the country's currency at all. There is no clean float anywhere. There are dirty floats in places over seventy countries. But like I said, we are looking at the, we are looking at the currency market. So the people that engage more on dirty floats is the Japanese here. You can open your charts and you can look at the price one fifty. The government did everything possible to keep the price below 150, 150 level. But after some time, they, they, they had to give up. Why did they do that? Because they couldn't um, actually force the price to go down. Now, what are the ways in which the government can um, in, in which the government can do that? But one is by buying, by devaluing their, their currency. How do they how how do they do that? Let's say remember what I talked about at the um, at the at the earlier part of this my presentation, I talked about um, the, uh, the the buying and the uh, in production. That is, let me get that word that I use. Okay, I can't find the, the, the exact um, word, but I know I explained it somewhere. So let me repeat the explanation since I can find it now. So now let us say the um, government now um trying to um what 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 did they um let me read look let me i've seen a perfect in the perfect i've seen a perfect let me say the example the japanese and the perfect example the japanese and they are safers like they save literally everybody's um, currency they buy bonds from everywhere so if you see that the value of the dollar is getting out of hand that is in their own eyes and their own books let me say the, dollar, the value of the dollar is getting, you want to get past 150 and you don't want to. What do they do? They just sell off their government bonds and use the government bonds to buy the Japanese. Whereby, after the, after the, sorry, they sell off the US government bonds. When they do that, the value of the US dollars will come, we go down while the value of the Japanese will come up. So, as as a trader, what I do is I watch for such um, dirty flows from the Japanese passport. If if government A sees that um, the, the value of their currency is getting weak as released to currency, what they will do is they will just they will just sell off their holdings of, of, of currency so that so that their own currency, which is currency A, can get stronger. And an example is called a debt. So Japanese debt floats, debt float, Japanese yen is a perfect example. Now, I'm sorry if the presentation is, is very long, but that was the plan for today. So after today, all of us we rest. So, so I'm sorry if today I'm getting a bit long, but I yesterday we didn't do a lot of explanation because we did some. So there is one there there is one thing that I would uh, that, that that I would love to say. In the, in the in the currency market, everybody is importing and everybody is exporting. People have something to do. Like I said yesterday, when talking about product and labor and what have you now, a weak dollar aids exports. That that's for the non that that's for the other countries other than the US. Why a strong dollar is bad for a export? What, what do I mean? Let's take the Japanese yen first. So so let's take the euro first. Let's not be like I'm against Japan. Japan is usually the best country. 
So let's take the euro in hand, the, the, the hand dogs, for example, Europeans. If the if if the if the if the Europeans understand that um, as we are looking at the market today, there is um high the the, the, the cost of the dollar is um, euro is equal to one dollar. It's going to be cheap and more expensive for them to um, export because dollar is a reserve currency. The SWIFT system is built around the US dollar. So they'll, they'll be like, how can we um, devalue our currency and make um, one dollar to be like, um, let, let, let us say um, 1.5 dollars, uh, sorry, 1.5 euros, so that we can have more money to buy the dollars to go and um, export and sell. What do, what, what do they do? They will now print over a million euros, use that million euros and buy and, and buy and buy the dollars. Or if or the United States bonds that they have, they can just sell it immediately. And um they, and, and they will now have um, and the value of the dollar will now um, go down and otherwise. But why don't they do that every time? Why? Because I uh, when I looked at um, the NATO and their members, I realized that the uh, US is um, already um, NATO. Give me a minute. Um, I was called. Well, let us um, well, let us continue. I was talking about the NATO. So even so, because of the uh, the, the, the NATO um, threats and alliances and what have you, remember yesterday we talked about treaties, alliance uh, and agreements. So they cannot just be dumping the the um, dollar and trying to create a weak dollar so that for for um, for um, for to help them in their exportation. So there are other ways to go around it. I'm just making an example of how electric floats works. So sometimes if you if you if you read the news and you hear that the government is trying to um, sell off bonds or do something, just understand that the dirty float wants to take the you know the direction of the trade that you should be in. The Indonesian does this a lot. If you look at their history, everything. Also, regulations. Yes, I'm touching some parts of the central bank, but like I said, the government's mentioned that runs the states now. Regulations, the government made the rules. I said yesterday about um, Russia. Some, there is something that um, Putin did, which, which was a gamble, but it works. You know, we tend to believe that the Europeans got everything figured out. Now, understand the influence of government decisions in the market. After Donald Trump left the White House, sorry I'm sounding political, but that's the only way to um, give this um, government influence. So we know how not to ignore it, because most of us yeah, just ignore the fundamental. And I'm like, why? I see everything on the charts. Never seen uh, Vladimir Putin's speech on the charts. The only thing I see on the chart is just prime and price. If you're looking at the Bloomberg terminal, I don't think you'll be here with me today. So we are all looking at MT4, MT5, C Trader, Trading View, Trade Lockers. So 2020, after Donald Trump left the White House and uh, Biden came into the scene. I remember I talked about inflation and I talked about the printing of the money. I don't blame Trump for that. So, yes, Biden caught the Keystone pipeline. That is the pipeline that, that supplies um, U.S. oil from um, Texas, wherever, to um, Canada. He caught that um, pipeline. That means it was impossible for Europeans to get their own um, oil because Europeans normally get their oil via that um, pipeline. But the um, Nord Stream 2 pipeline was still available. Europeans buy 
oil from, sorry, Europeans used to buy oil from Russians directly. Then, of course, the money circulation is meant to cause inflation. Remember for um, monetary policy, control the money supply. So after that happened, the next thing um, that uh, Putin did, Putin being a smart man, knew that currently now, the world in the clown don't want to give anybody oil. So how about I just uh, enter Ukraine and, and see what they will do? And he entered Ukraine, looking two years later, we know it is, it is not a joke again. And he entered Ukraine, and immediately the Europeans in their white their weak populations decided to say they're not going to stop um, buying oil from um, the, the Russians again. So looking no problem. What did he do that first week? He closed the stock market of the, um, yeah, what do you call it, of the Russian and stock exchange, because he knew that everybody will liquidate and get out. He just then closed it, and nobody, all of us remain where you are. Central bank, Charlie uh, lady of the Russian central bank, wanted to resign. People in total know you have to stay. I don't know if he begged that or he forced that, but that would be a life and answer that question. Now, please follow me. I'm going somewhere. Like I said, I'm not opening the charts. I'm just telling you reality of things that you can verify for yourself. That would take my word for the book. Immediately that uh, incident happened, Putin pegged the dollar, sorry, Putin pegged the Russian robo to go. And in um, war, and, and, in, and in geopolitics, we have learned that in times, in times of war, what, what two things happen? Prices of um, of gold tend to go up because people go towards safe havens. And also, Russia is the, is, is the major supplier to um, oil to Europe. And since Europe has no, not, not, nothing on the ground, respect to Europeans, but nothing on the ground, Things from Europe come come from um, Africa and um, Russia, come from America. They they, are, they, are, they do more of industry, that is automobiles, especially Mercedes, Nines, and what have you. So immediately he did that. That was since 2021, after the pandemic just ended. And I don't know. Immediately he, 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 he took those two steps. Two things happened. The, the value of oil skyrocketed because the, the, the Europeans were looking for where to get oil and the body wouldn't sell. Putin wasn't selling, so they had to go fetch from other places, which which, which had to um, increase the the the, um, the, um, the 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 price of oil because the supply was cut and demand um, increased. And we, we have talked about demand and supply um, various times in this in this presentation. And remember, he he now took the Russian robo to go, and people are running running to safe havens. So immediately, I knew that the price of oil and the price of um, gold would skyrocket, and it's on the chart. Putin made a lot of money. So there are some things that just by looking at government movements, government decisions, you can know what will happen. Andrew Tate said something. Immediately I heard Putin take the, the Russian robot to gold. I went to buy a lot of um, Russian robots and I made a lot of money from it. Andrew Tate is not a trader. Andrew Tate is whatever he is. If he could, if, if he could capitalize on that move without looking at the chance, why, how come when it comes to me that are traders, we tend to be, I don't know if, if if we tend not to see what is happening. I'm not saying you should turn to an economics. No, that's not the seminar. That's why I've tried to simplify and even cut a lot of things out. When um, uh, Yusuf comes this evening, it may go more complex and I hope he will up. So I'm trying to see everything so that when he comes, the body will be lost. In case you get lost, sorry, I try my best. You don't have to um, look at the charts to know what the government is doing. All you have to do is turn on your TV. Professionals in the business, remember, 
it be people, the people that are middle market market participants, they use the interest rate, they use inflation, the monetary policy, and other minor economic indicators which are didn't cover. Only covered what's relevant for today to make decision. They don't they don't use your support and assistance. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm only saying that nobody uses it outside the retailers. And remember, 90% of us are not profitable in the long run. Prop firms have even made 95%, even though they cheat a lot. So immediately the, the, the value of oil going up. Of course, Putin could sell more and uh, he paid this the Russian rule. I don't know how much they made because they didn't let us know. But we know that the, the value of the Russian ruble became the most valuable for 2021. It's from 2022 that he had without them going, going down. Also, let us remember their treaties and agreements that the government have entered. OPEC is a perfect example. If we look at whenever the OPEC tend to cut production, tend, tend to cut supply, we see a move to the upside. Yes, it is just life. Whenever the OPEC are having meeting, I pay attention. But don't pay attention to OPEC passing. Pay attention to just what Saudi Arabia is saying. Mohammed bin Salman is OPEC and OPEC is him. His father comes on the throne, if his father will be heard or not. But since he's the one in charge right now as foreign minister and head to the throne, anything he says it will affect oil price. We see the quota that they give to every OPEC member. Or we can go further to OPEC Plus, which is in Russia and others. So OPEC Plus is simply meetings between Mohammed bin Salman and Putin. As at last week, the dollar was the, the dollar to the US, the US oil was trading about $69, dollars per barrel. And there was a meeting between um Mohammed bin Salman and Vladimir Putin. We are by Putin travel to the Middle East to see uh, Mohammed bin Salman and uh, Mohammed Zayed, that's the president of the United Arab Emirates, to talk about um bricks and what have you there. Immediately I looked at the chart, looking at the chart, that was um, two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. And the and the oil price was um about um, 69 to 68 dollars per barrel. So the meeting was concluded. They agreed to court price. Everybody has agreed to the um, to the courts in 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 the supply chain. Even um, Kojo Forex that couldn't join us yesterday also tweeted that is oil going to the upside. Um, my senior brother used to said that uh, the cartel, but that's not our business. Our business is to understand the cartel because we cannot do anything to normally be someone or Putin. We can only. Um, Unfortunate, like new retailers are not blow your account. As that now, oil is now in um, $72 per barrel. How did I know this information? Simple. Anytime OPEC wants to make a decision, it will affect the price of oil. OPEC will never keep the price of oil during the pandemic time. Remember the pandemic time, whereby OPEC had to pay from money to carry the oil into the America. Whereby America had to match Trump, not. Your body. So don't ever in this your trading journey overlook governments. If you trade the, um, the the British pound, and there is a statement from Richard Sunak as related to the foreign market and the and the country's economy, please look at it because by me looking at it, you can get some um, projections. I did not look at the charts to know that uh, oil will reverse. I just simply opened my TV and I watched an interview between. Uh, Ahmed Bisselman and uh, Vladimir Putin. And they agreed that OPEC plus and OPEC members will cost production. I did not talk about OPEC. Why? Because what was Nigeria or Venezuela and other useless members of OPEC have to do anything? Zero. They 
just follow what the two masters say for geopolitical reasons. Not forex, I won't go into yes, not to not to touch some people's the goal of this discussion is very simple understand the role of government. Ah, another example, who fights the wars? I have to emphasize who, who do we think is even in charge of the violence and what of it? Is it me and you that carried soldiers to enter and rule Ukraine? Did me and my senior brother Mishak, my brother, for the three of us, carry a whole and cut last to say, No, we didn't do that. But Mr. Putin over ordered over 50,000, 100,000 men to go into Ukraine and we saw a price of wheat, price of grain, and what have you started skyrocketing. So, government make decisions on a daily basis. Israel, Hamas, and the Hamas, even though they are not the government of Palestine, they managed to attack price of, of gold skyrockets, price of silver skyrockets. Why did that happen? Because it is what it is. It is government that is that machinery that runs the state, that the ones in charge can do and undo. They control natural resources. I talked about capitalism, yesterday and economic systems. It is because of the government. So, in when people say that the government doesn't participate in trading, yes, I agree with you. They have a central bank to do that on their behalf. But they make decisions now. In most countries of the earth, the central bank governor must take, in fact, the central bank governor doesn't even take decisions or make decisions. He takes instructions. We in Africa understand what I mean, but Europeans may not understand. This is a public platform. So I'm not going to say we take, we don't take decisions. And those in the European Union is a bit complicated because you know who voted those people into power to be making laws for you. Feel free. Now, another example I've talked about the Japanese here and I've talked about Russia. China is a perfect example now. If you look at the current economy of China now, it has to inject $112 billion into the economy. Why? Government policy. This government policy was talked about by Jack Ma, and I don't know where Jack Ma is today. The date is backfiring. Foreign direct investment is leaving is at an all-time low in China, if I'm not mistaken, for the, for the current era. I'm not sure the statistics. Why do those people leave? Because of the, the Chinese policy. So, the government can make or break a currency. The reason why African currencies are useless is because of the useless thing that's here. Some people say, I don't watch the news. I'm not saying watch the news. I'm only saying look at what relates with the government to the currency market because without the government, there, there's no currency market. We can lose agreement, uh, Nixon, government, and the, the Pleasure Accord 1985. The government that made the agreement for demand and supply to be the reason how we trade in the market. So, Governments are also trying to make their own monetary policy, control their own inflation, increase their own employment rate, as the case, as the case may be. Who has to look for a way to um, put their currency in the position that they want? We can talk about currency devaluation. And what have you. Now, the next people I should um, talk about, so the discussion will not be too long, is um, the central banks. Now, the central banks, like I said, the decisions and the, the decision of government duties and functions. Every um, central bank have their own um, modes of operandi, which is based on the laws made by the government. Central bank can do and do as relates to the uh, as relates to the um, government per se. Central banks are the major players in the um, forex markets. How you have um, five dollars now? You have uh, ten naira now. No, ten naira is too small. Let me say you have um, 50,000 naira now, which is equivalent to about $40 as of this morning, if I'm not mistaken. You want to send the money to um, your brother in the US. 
a brother in the U.S. is not going to receive that um, fifty thousand naira now because what does he need it for? He's going to receive forty dollars. The transaction will be, will be passed from the commercial banks to the central banks. Then before he gets to the to to to, to U.S. That system is it not the central bank that does it. Is it you that have the power to exchange foreign currency? So, yes, you have the power to decide to buy foreign currency, to keep foreign currency. But in relation to the Swiss system and banking, finance, we, 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 which is what we do here in this business, the central bank is in charge. They they make the laws of how you can send, how much you can send, and what have you. Like here in the UK, you cannot enter with 10,000 pounds cash. More. Or without them declaring the funds, I tend to wonder if the government borrowed me the money in the first place. Also, policy making in Europe, I'm hearing that from next year, I hope this is like that you cannot hold more than a thousand euros cash to buy anything. I hope that the people that are making that law don't let me not say what I'm not meant to say. So, these are examples of how they can. Uh, increase supply how they can short supply like us that is a zero oversight that means the central bank the federal reserve can do whatever they want if you go back to the history of um of, of the foreign exchange remember that the federal reserve oh sorry i forgot to add this the federal reserve of every currency was initially designed to keep gold. gold is the currency i'll get to that in that's my 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 tagline for trading gold is the currency Oil is the commodity. Sorry, gold is the money. Oil is the commodity. Currency is a big Ponzi, the biggest Ponzi on the US dollars. Print extra twenty today, and people will demand for it. Then just recycles himself. Hence the nonsense. So, one thing that the central that, that the central bank also do is, I put it. One thing that the central banks also do is that. They decide, um, like I've said, the amount of cash in circulation. Example is what the euro is trying to do now. You cannot spend more than a thousand euro of cash. They are trying now. Even the British government wants to have their own name, um, their, their own stable coin. Then I don't know why the government have a stable coin, but they are trying to control the money supply, which we have already defined. They are trying to, um, and, and they are trying to decide how you can how you can get money from point A to point B. The clearing of the um, of the international transactions all pass through them. If Apple wants to send their money from Nigeria down to America, they have to go to the commercial bank. The commercial banks link it up to the central banks, then they, then they move. The keeping of foreign currency, the keeping of the selling of government bonds and what have done by the central banks. Not sell government bonds. Nigeria cannot sell government bonds. Um, Alan Smith and many um, people are here. I can't see the number. It's what it is. What one of us can wake up this morning and say, want to issue government bonds? You cannot set the interest rate. The central bank would set the interest rate before for others to follow. So, no matter what we do, Jerome Powell and the Fed remains on top. Why? Because they are the ones that are moving the, the economy as honey as how they like. I'm sorry. Some people may say it's not always, but most of the time they get there, we have their way. The US was in on was inflation. Before we know what something happened, stocks are at an all-time high. And from March, from February and the next year, I see that they will think of cutting rates. I don't see a huge cut for February. Yes, I keep everything and um, every, everything as did. I, I take my information day to day and week to week. That's how I trade. But Mr. Yusuf, very wonderful trader, can can see six months because he reads things that I may not do. 
come in contact with or, or knowledgeable about also let me add that so i don't limit the um, discussion or your trading or, and your or knowledge of the market to what you said here what you said there is just a minute there are so many things that i can't cover because what it is so now another um, way the central um the, the, the central banks can also can also um, interfere in the currency um uh, in, in the currency market is by um deciding to okay i've talked about the selling of the government bonds they make the rules for the commercial banks how do they do that they can say okay like in nigeria if you want to start a commercial bank now you must deposit over 15 billion with the government factory with the central bank first or you as you keep the money there so that in case anything happens to your bank that money will be used to settle that bank can also use it cannot try to control the money supply because a bank at every point in time must keep a certain fixed amount with the um, central with central bank every commercial bank must do that so for the purpose of central banks like i said the dollar is the us is the is the is the um is the is the is the um reserve currency of the world so we are going to talk about the fed and maybe we may talk a little about the european central bank and the bank of now the fed what the things that they do what are some of their functions like i've said they set the interest rates they regulate the um, money supply and and they, 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 they create the monetary policy the most um, influential financial in the world the interest rates you you see it on the chance when the fomc announcement when they want to do the meeting to decide the interest rates one of the stars somebody will know that yes there's something big that's going on so we need to understand the system now the federal reserve was built and was signed into law by one the president the president that the fourth world war one and would reduce it that's december 23 19 18. we are in december 20 we are in december also in response to whatever financial panic which is history and not for the same subject matter and now when he did that the initial reason was to keep dollars sorry to keep um gold so for every one dollar in in in, in circulation had to be one dollar worth of gold but at a point in time there was no um there was no there was no dollars to match the um, the, the amount of um gold in which so there was no gold to match the amount of, of um, dollars because not print gold gold is not tissue paper but the dollar you can use it for whatever you want to um whatever i want to make but i think so because so so, so just does that make it still know we tell you how influential the, the, how influential the central banks are also the bank of japan for example one of the things that they do is the dirty float of course they do it they set rules even for speculation sometimes the central bank of japan has been accused of engaging in speculation themselves but I'm not going to go into whether they are correct or not. Our own is to understand that these things are happening and take note of it. My reason to go as, as the fundamental um, trader is not because of I want to trade. It's just because of I want to be at the right side in the market every time. I don't want to be busy. I don't want to enter a sale when the market is buying. Like I'm not looking for sales in stock. I'm not looking for sales in oil. That's nonsense thing to do. But some people may look for sales, but no problem. We we'll see at the end of the year if the sales will be um, if the sales will be uh, what do you call it good or not. Also, another thing that the, that I can say that the central bank also has to influence the market structure by setting the rate monetary policy. They do government cannot act on their own. The government act via the central bank. Of course, the central bank are the participants in the um, 
in the um, in, in the sweep system. So one of the last things before I move to the next point, which is the exchange trade exchange trader thing. Yeah, 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 is it? Let me give me a minute. Let me read it from my notes. The federal, the central banks can form, can serve as a bailout to big institutions, companies, and corporations. What do I mean? If you look at the 2008 um, Wall Street crash that started with um, with, with the real estate um, crash, started with um, Bear Hands, uh, so Bear Things in March 2008 to um, Lehman in September 2008, the banks were the people that decided to bail out these companies. And how did they bail out? By printing money. Some people may ask you that's not what I'm meant to say. Discussion, but it's what it is. We had we had with the money for France, guy. After the 2008 um, stock market, Wall Street, overall market, real estate, everything crash. Government literally had to start bailing out some of the big companies. It was the, the bailout. So who does the bailout? The central bank. When the economy is when the economy has collapsed, who gives the blueprint for the rebuilding, the modeling? Like today, now China does. So yesterday, China because of the issues in China, they had to they had to put more than twelve billion dollars into the economy. They are working machinery in the People's Bank of China, which is the central. So we can never outplay or or, or or not look at the value that the central bank has in the foreign in the currency market. Immediately, the central bank of China, the Bank of China, put the one hundred and twelve billion into the economy. The, most of the Chinese stocks. Have a three percent increase. We start kicking, but we as traders, we are, we have left this to people that don't even pay to analyze. In Nigeria, for example, the central bank is going. If you're not a Nigerian, please don't laugh. They are on visa ban to the um, UK. So sorry to the United Arab Emirates currently. Why is that? Fly Emirates, a country. I want to make it very understand. Fly Emirates as a country, they normally fly planes from Nigeria to um, Dubai. Uh, the, yeah, sorry, fly Emirates as a as an airline for the um, government of Dubai. That is one of the top regions or top sector of Nigeria and the Emirates. So, when you go to the airport to buy a ticket, or when you want to buy online by travel agency, you pay in naira. Like I explained about the central banks, they are the ones that will not clear and give them dollars. Central bank must keep, they must have a reserve where yeah, they have to pay people. But for some reason, the, the the central bank of Nigeria have not been able to refund them their money. So, as a protest, they have to give us a ban so we cannot enter the UAE again until we declare that their money. This is how powerful the central bank is. So, if you want to know if the value of the Naira will, will, will one day get value, the day that UAE starts flying into the country, back into the back into sorry, the day that the UAE flyer marriage come back to Nigeria and start flying. Our economy is growing. That is how serious central banks are. But because of we are not in Europe, we don't care. If tomorrow you just hear that my Emirates are started flying from Nigeria to, to, to Dubai and, and every part of the world, just know that the, that the, 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 the 
value of the naira to the dollar will, will also improve. That's one way that the central bank alone, that's the turn of the central bank alone. Now, the central bank of um, Japan, I've talked about it, even the European Central Bank, we all know that the euro is not just not a complete currency, a collection of um, different countries that came together in 1999 via a treaty, which I talked about yesterday, from the euro for their own um, area, which is now called the eurozone, places that the euro can be used. Now, that decision alone enables financial transactions for everybody in that region. You can go from, you can take a, you can just enter a car in the UK and only drive to France. Why? Because of the, of the central bank. And that ended a lot of currency, but particularly the Dutch bank. Mr. Mitchell normally talks about the end of the, uh, of the um, Dutch bank. Is that what they call it? Is the German currency. So we should never um, forget about the central banks. Most of the things that the government does is via the central bank. So if we overlook the central bank, becomes a problem. Now, the next thing is the exchange traded funds. I'll put my hands up in the air. I won't lie. I have never cared about exchange traded funds. I never took them seriously until last month. Yes, last month when BlackRock came into the picture. BlackRock is the biggest mafia. Sorry, Black, according to Viva Ramaswamy, fantastic presidential candidate of, yes, the, the Hindu dude, and I quote, BlackRock is the biggest cartel in history. So it's not my word for it. He's take his own word for it. And I agree. So BlackRock is what even led me to add and take exchange traded funds um, seriously. So in case I don't explain it well, I'm sorry. It's just that uh, it is what it is. Now, what are exchange traded funds? Yesterday, I tried explaining it, but I stopped now. So today, I will try and go. Now, an exchange traded fund, they say is a basket of securities. I don't like using the word basket of securities. It's very um, caught for me. So I prefer the word pool of investment securities that operates much like a mutual fund. But let me start from what a mutual fund is. You can get better perspective. What is a mutual um, what is a mutual fund? A mutual fund is an investment option. Then from many people is put together to buy variety of stocks, bonds, or other securities. This, this mix of investment is managed by a professional money manager. These are people at, 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 at the different level. The mutual funds are meant to add them here, but I didn't. Because I'm in some Now, the mutual fund people come together, like all of us here, if we are massive, let's say if all of us here are millennials, for example, everybody on the um, call right now. Uh, Mr. is still here. Thank you for being here, sir. Everybody in the call right now, let us see. All of us had um, 10, 10 billion each. Sorry, 10, 10 million each, which I know is hypothetical anyway. We, we now put our money together. Then we now say, okay, what, what securities, what asset classes do we invest in so that we can have some level of um, profit at the end of the day in those investments and we can add that safe havens, hedge against inflation, depending on what we want to do. Now, so they now call a group of um, traders or investment um, experts, analysts, and whatever. So, okay, manage this money for us. That is simply what the mutual fund is in the simplest of forms. But when you go on the social media, people tend to complicate things with big, big words. 
what I don't like. I just prefer to simplify it as much as possible. They are not trying to be carried in economics, they're not trying to be a financial expert. We just want to trade peacefully in our houses. So why do we not turn the business to one? Oh, we, anyway, most people want to um, scam other people, so blame them for that. So now, but unlike the mutual funds, which I've just explained now, they can be purchased and be sold on the stock exchange, the same way that a stock can. So the, the BlackRock's mutual ETF that they want to collect for crypto, I hope I hope don't succeed. Any place that BlackRock succeeds with the end with, with the people and will fail in that place. So one of us have to fail, and I I know to be failing this people. Please don't take my word for it. I have a friend that works there. He's happy working there. So I don't discuss BlackRock with you. Mind what you see for me. That's just an aside. Oh, stick on okay the call is still so another thing that i focus on based on the exchange traders fund is that um, because of you know that um it can also be traded like a regular um commodity you know that they are going to be big players what do you think so since blackrock wants to jump into a uh, bitcoin do we know what will happen next month it will it may make and it will break <laughs> i don't know what 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 will take place but what it is, it will either make a break. I wanted to say some things right now about BlackRock, but since the call is um, recorded, I wouldn't say it. Let me not go there. Yes, I, I, if, but if Yusuf permits me to say it, I'll say it when he comes. I don't think I have the uh, backing or strength to say that. I don't want anybody to say I am a liar or something. But let's just leave BlackRock at not. I wanted to say something. I will highlight it a little when I talk about commercial bonds. So make some of my okay. I'll say it when I'm talking when I get to the predictions and what have you. So now, since an exchange uh, trading funds is just what 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 I am um, exchange now, they, they can be um, structured to track anything anything the price of an individual commodity and diversify question securities. But most of the times, exchange traded funds tend to focus on a particular um commodity and what have you the oldest um, etf is currently listed is it currently tracks the sp 500 and what have you. so now it is this um traded fund can be traded on an exchange just like a um, regular stock so i pray that um blackrock stock goes to hell instead of going to heaven they need to get to hell <laughs> this um this uh, exchange uh, traded funds can um change track the day they can trade and they can be bought they can be sold at the front market price is not traded it i'm traded um, on an exchange but it's traded only once a day and then um, what have you so that is what i want to add so because of the what makes them even and uh, what they call it what makes them superb is types because they have a bond etf and bond etfs you know what they do we have, we have talked about bonds where they can start to purchase government bonds in large quantity and definitely that wouldn't affect the price wouldn't that affect the value of the currency blackrock is worth over a trillion the most the biggest um, asset um, asset management and invest, investment company on earth what 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 trillions so if they decide to buy the government bonds of some countries you know what will happen so because of their large um, or because of their large um, 
fronts that, that they bring to the table. That is where they, they, they can make and unmake, and you have to track what you do. If you do, uh, if, you're, if you're in the crypto space, please look at BlackRock. Now, because they are also currency ETFs, which is um, they track the performance of currency pairs, both um, local and um, foreign. They serve multiple purposes. They can be used to speculate based on um, economic and um, political developments of a country, like they call it the, the global market trading. And eccentric funds are seriously involved in trading, not just the hedge funds, which everybody knows by now, based on what I've heard. They are trading seriously. That's why if you if you know, if you know if you're a serious crypto trader, you wouldn't leave BlackRock out. Why I don't focus on um, ETFs is because of we have a COT data. So if you look at the COT events, BlackRock gets their ETF. Um, These are the crypto trader look at the COT data very well, which we are going to get. Other thing is uh, how do I um, let me conclude for um, ETF because of uh, what they do also. ETFs like um, hedge funds and multinationals, they hedge against inflation. You know, we have talked about safe havens and what have you. So the next thing I'm going to talk about is the commercial banks. Now, if you look at uh, commercial banks, they form the top of the food chain when it comes to um, speculation. Commercial banks are very, very um, important that we not just um, overlook them and we will never overlook them. Getting tired. My health. I've not taken my drugs for some days now, so my health is um calling me. How many slides to go? One, two, three, four. Wow, you have a long way, and I have only an hour left. I have wasted so much time talking about the um, central banks and um, government. I forgot what we are here for. So now, commercial and banks. They are the people that do the um, they, they form most of the clearings. Like yesterday, Misha talked about the volume. Most of the uh, volume traded in the currency market is through the commercial bank. And Goldman Sachs being on top at 2020. Um, Goldman Sachs, um, sorry, I said Goldman Sachs, I don't like Goldman Sachs. Uh, Morgan was on top. The um, my health is um i don't like how my god is doing give me five minutes just remain on the call let me attend to my health i'll be back by 12 now let me just take a breath and swallow something
Okay, um, thanks everybody for waiting. I have to take care of my life first. Not taking my dog for two days now, so not really fun. Now back to uh, the um, webinar properly. Uh, one hour left. Now uh, I'm talking about um, commercial and banks. We can never um, overemphasize or over um, talk about. Um, my health is okay. My health is okay. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I've I've been living like this for pretty much a long time, so I'm not going to cry today. I just need a break. So back to the discussion for the day. Let me turn. Okay, everything is off. So now the commercial banks they are the people that form most of the volumes, the clearing houses, they are the ones that engage in active trading, even so bad that one time people are going to even cheat. So the, the commercial banks, they even um, form most of the, the most 80, 80, percent of the um, trading volumes are from the banks. And everybody knows that. So I wouldn't dwell much on the commercial bank because we know, and I would love to talk about commercial banks. You know what commercial banks are. You know what they do. That's not why you're even here. Now, uh, multinational corporations, I talked about them briefly yesterday, and I believe that is all that we need to talk about from multinational um, corporations. Why why are multinational corporations? As I said that there are people that have um, businesses and offices across the globe. They do transactions wherever and sell in Nigeria, have, have offices in Indonesia, you know, they do, they, they do, and they engage in, in trading solely for um, tax purposes and um, to edge against inflation. Like I talked about, Apple will not want to keep the sales of their iPhones and other products in Nigeria yet because in the next, give them one week, that money will render useless. So they would rather move it to Sweet Frank or uh, to, to, to Switzerland and keep it in the in the Sweet Frank, which is currently a safe haven. Even though the money will not be cut off inflation no matter what, and we can still have return on investment. Uh, keep it, um, the money across the globe, the euro dollar that is kept in, um, in, in offshore bank accounts in the Caribbean and what have you. So that's what the, um, multinationals do and we know them apple nike what have you and now the headphones um the headphones cannot be overemphasized because we know that uh, 1995 the famous um George Soros, don't care what you think about him but i don't like him for obvious reasons how he how he broke the bank of england and so headphones they look at um, the major uh, market players and the issue with um, the headphones is that they are not um, mere speculators, but they are but they do what they call forecast. Is what I was saying after this, after this. Headphones will employ professionals, analysts, and people in accounting. Why? I've said that number because they want to have um, the right knowledge. They will even go as far as talking with politicians and what have you, so that they can make the right prediction. They can go across the globe and make the right trading decisions. They call it the global market trading. That's what most headphones do. The biggest um, headphone on earth, uh, which is Bridgewater Limited, started in the year 1974, if I'm not mistaken, or 1975, please verify for yourself, um, by Ray Dalio, author of the book, Principles of the I recommend, I would recommend one of the books on this, um, our platform. He uh, calls himself the global macro investor. That means he dwells more on the fundamental analysis. He doesn't uh, talk about super resistance. So if Andre Dalio has never had a losing year, so the fact that he has never had a losing year and he's talking about global macro investments, 
and global macro uh, invest investing. That means there is something that he does. What does he, he do? He has professionals working there who with right knowledge. 90% of retailers lose because we don't have knowledge. We are not as smart, we are not as knowledgeable, but we can never be like my mentor, Peter Franco, used to always say. You cannot beat them in the business, no matter you try. So the headphones them. Since 98% of the money in the forest market, in the in the in the in the currency, foreign exchange market is being speculated. Not ignore what they do. That's why I would say look at the CO3 as well as to pay these people. You know who headphones are, you know what they do. But just put them here as a major market participants. But I should more on the government and the central bank because of us don't understand. And I wish I could explain more about um it's quite unfortunate that I have just one hour left, so I need to round up before my body is not really looking. So regulators, yes, regulators ensure fair play in the business. And we have seen the um, regulators have seen it. Uh, we have seen it with the SEC, the CTFC, and the uh, CFFCA for um, the FCA for um, UK. Because the SEC and the CTFC covers both um, America and Canada. America and Canada. Now, there's this story I almost see. Some people are currently sitting in jail cells, if I'm not mistaken. Because of one time, JP Morgan and other and commercial banks decided to rip up investors. Because it's only himself. So, because of, uh, because of that, that decision, the CTFC um, had to sue them. And JP Morgan and some of their good traders that they paid big money, they were manipulating the price of gold. Is, um, is, um, the market manipulated? Of course it is. But for some reason, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to let it. Um, I, I, I just want to let it go. Why? It is what it is. The market is manipulated. So the regulators does is to ensure fair play. The regulators is, to, is the reason why the broker has not reached you. That's why we talk about um, a book broker, b book broker, what have you. If he's going to handle, and I would love to, um, and I would love to um, join him and talk about it. That's if I have the uh, and what have you. So those are major market participants. I've explained how they influence um, the market based on the based on the inflation interest rate and what have you. I've talked about earlier in this seminar. So now, moving forward from the seminar, from here, which is the um, correlations. Let me know. This is not financial or legal advice. This is just my honest opinion. Um, I don't have any legal um, backing to give anybody advice. So don't even. This is not even educational advice. This is just a joke. Take from here down as a joke. The remaining 30 to 40 minutes of my presentation, take it as a joke. But um, I won't say I misled you, and I don't want anybody to come and say get something. No, I didn't say anything. So all these things here is just my own personal opinion. So if I'm wrong, nobody will beat me. If I'm right, nobody will beat me. Nobody will beat me. I apply risk management. I used to say say something. Because of the non-Nigerians here, I wouldn't say that. When you trust um let me just say it. if you trust person you go learn lesson now correlations i'll say it that i don't do correlations between commodity to currency i do correlations between sorry i don't do correlations based on currency to currency not that there's something wrong with that just that i don't see the needed result that i want to see with it. what i do is correlation based on commodity to currency and i give an example of an oil and um, gold in relation to um, russia and so immediately that Putin tied the um, currency to um, equity to gold, and um, there was war. War brings volatility in the market. Immediately, everybody knew that the Russian ruble will, uh, will, 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 will become valuable. 
and even Andrew Tate in, in a public that we made that public. And it is not the only trader. People are making decisions based on uh, correlation. Now, another currency to commodity correlation to understand is oil. The value of the uh, of most economies, particularly the OPEC economies, is tied to, um, to, to, to the commodity called oil. Example is Nigeria. The day that Nigeria increased its oil production and its oil sales, that is the day that the value of the dollar to the naira will increase. Sorry, that is the value the day that the value to the, of the naira to the dollar will increase. When when, start, when talking about commodity about currencies, the countries are not existing in a vacuum. Yesterday I talked about production, how you can take goods um, from the manufacturer to the uh, to the end consumer. Now every country brings something to the table in the in the um, in the foreign exchange market, your duty as it is to find out what does this country offer. If the value of what the country is offering goes down, definitely the value of that commodity will go down. Example, why also during the pandemic, when the factories in, in Europe and all over the world were shut down, did the value of the uh, of of the of the of the open countries go up? No, we saw how some economies were in turmoil as then Putin stopped giving um, oil to the um, to, to Europe. Immediately, oil went below a dollar. Why did why was oil now trading at zero point nine zero point eight? As it is maybe because there are major um, resources that they need to power the factories. The, the Europe is an industrialized economy, not the raw material economy. It was no longer available again. So the value of the euro has to come down. So your duty as a trader, as a global macro observer, like as I call myself, is to check this country, what commodity do they have? What commodity do, 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 do they bring to the world that is making their currency to be strong or weak? That's one thing that you shouldn't ignore as a person. I've given examples of oil in relation to Russia, the same oil in relation to Europe. Another example I can give is um, gold. Now, if you look at um, pairs like um, uh, what pair is, is, is closely correlated with gold, it used to be, but not anymore, for um, Australian dollar and USD. If you can check 2020, before 2021, there was a strong correlation between Australian dollar and uh, AUD, USD, and gold. Why? Because of most of the um, mines. We are in um, Australia. Most of the gold mines, that's the um, the exploration of gold took place in Australia. So there was a strong correlation because Australia was offering gold to the same for the New Zealand. But now, from the look of things, it's not, it's not yet so. Not um, found that why. So it's your duty to go and um, find out that reason so that you can uh, make the um, decision. Now, the next thing is um, stocks. I'll keep saying this thing. US 30, as relation to the um, US economy, is the measurement of the 30 strongest and biggest countries listed in the New York Stock Exchange. If those countries, sorry, if those um, stocks are doing well, it will also reflect in the strength of the currency. Currently, now, if you look at the, um, at the what do they call it, at the performance of the, um, of, let me use the uh, US 30. You know, US 30 is at an um, all-time high, which is which is true. The Nasdaq all-time high, the pound, um, sorry, the um, SP 500 all-time high. But for some reason, the dollar is not at is not at an all-time high. The dollar is currently even weak, as we have seen in the in the chart. Why? Because they want to they are, they are coming, they are entering towards a deflection. 
that they are finished with the inflation, so they want price of things to go down. So you as a person, you should understand the inverse correlation that that takes place. They they want to reduce the uh, economic um, activities in the in the in the um, in the country, so as to reduce um, inflation. So definitely, so but but unfortunately now prices of things are um, prices of things in in America are also skyrocketing. So everything now. What do they want to do for next year? This is like a prediction, not a forecast, but a prediction. We talk about the forecast. I will tell you to talk about it. We have um, 15 minutes. What do I have to cover? This is quite a lot. So now, for the um, stocks and correlation, the stronger the stock of the there's a high chance that that currency is going to be stronger. Why? Because these stocks are companies that employ people. When 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 there is when there is serious um, economic activities, companies tend to employ more. Remember, we talked about un uh, about unemployment. We talked about them um, inflation. We talked about them um, monetary policy. Aside from the presence of the major companies of countries, where with these three major uh, economic indicators and other minor indicators reflecting. It's companies that do the export and export. Multinationals are they not um, still, um are they are they not still um, um businesses? Is Apple is is Apple owned by the United States government? No, neither is BlackRock. It's owned by individuals. People that um, do the exporting and importing to individuals. In that exception for some certain commodities, which is um, oil and um, what have you, those political um, relations. Now treaties and agreements. I've talked about this already, so I wouldn't dwell on it. This, this this discussion is getting too long. I talked about OPEC, I talked about BRICS, even the the the, the EU itself, the Euro, in 1999. All these all these are all these are simple agreements and treaties. The reason why everybody in, in the uh, every most people in the West, Western countries, but particularly Western Europe, use Euro is because of the treaties. So when people are signing treaties, you have to look as a trader. What does this treaty imply? What does this treaty mean? Nigeria is a member of OPEC. So any decision that um, Mohamed bin Salman and Putin takes together, it will affect Nigeria and the currency. Why? Because we are members of OPEC, but we as traders, we tend to overlook this. The Brits want to challenge the, the dollar hemogamy. They want to remove the dollars as the um, as, as the reserve currency of the earth. Russia, China, even the US, they are all stocking gold seriously. Why? BRICS movement. Some people, some people don't want the dollar to be dominant again. So you as a person, it is your duty to figure out the currency pattern trading. What are the economic agreements that people are involved in? Just that alone will give you an insight as to how the pair operates. This um, webinar is just to open our eyes. Why would we take macro serious and how to look at it? And maybe how to go at it. Not really how to go at it, but these little two things we have because and what we do for later come and because and open our eyes to may help us navigate for the year 2024. Now, the last thing is safe haven. I have said there are only two safe havens that I've seen, which is the um, gold and um, Swiss franc. So wherever the world is in turmoil, people run to two places, Switzerland and um, gold. Why Switzerland? That's where everybody keeps money now. You look at all the corrupt and non-corrupt politicians on earth. The money is in um, Switzerland. So definitely, since people are keeping their gold, people are keeping their diamonds, keeping their silver, keeping whatever they want to keep there, definitely it's going to add to the value of the of this of the Swiss franc. So 
So the Swiss franc, um, so the so 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 the Swiss franc remains a safe haven. If you define a safe haven, a safe haven is defined as a currency that is expected to retain or increase its value during periods of market turbulence. When geopolitical or economic uncertainty is high, investors tend often seek out safe um, havens currency as a form of financial security. Example, October 7, you can open your chart. Gold had to go to the upside. Um, USD and USDCHF went to the downside. Why? Because they are both safe havens. People remove their money from um, currencies and what have you to put in places. The Japanese yen used to be a perfect example of a um, safe havens, but I don't add it here because so many 20 years ago, I would have been correct with what with the dirty float and what have you. You can't call that a safe haven. The currency that the government needs to actually pump doesn't look like a safe haven to me. But if you want for your own research, and add the Japanese yen. For me, I've removed it from the same thing, but you're free to, to make your decision. Let me put when you look at the slide for your, your own personal research, you know what to do. What I've told you. Gold and CHF are my safe havens. Also, the dollar itself is a safe haven. Don't play. If you don't understand. Now there are other and safe havens, gold. Even silver is a good safe havens. These are uh, these um, commodities are safe havens. Dollars, uh, that for commodities. Then for the um, currency, the, the Japanese yen, the, the US dollar, uh, the uh, the Swiss franc. But my own opinion, America is getting some things wrong now. So I take only the Swiss franc as safe haven. Why? Because Russians have money there, Americans have money there, everybody have money there. I don't think people still have money in the uh, Japan. Most millionaires are even moving to. Um, more than they move to Japan and what have you. So you need to um, do your own uh, search and make your own decision. But in terms of market uncertainties, which you are going to see going forward, I will, I my bet is on the good on gold, dollar, the Swiss franc. I don't bet on sorry, gold, silver, and the Swiss franc. I'm not betting on the Japanese and on the dollar. Remember, I said the BRICS movement, the treaty has been formed. Treaties agreement. I've already talked about the treaties. Plus the agreement on those are treaties. So another thing we need to look at is major micro events, the Wall Street, uh, the Wall Street crash, 1929, COVID-19, dot-com bubble bust. Now, you're not just looking at those crash because you want to look at it, no. Looking at things is not your hobby. You're not in the business. Let me check if it's still recording. There is no recording. Uh -huh. Okay. I don't know if it's still recording, but in case it's not recording, I am sorry. So now, there are a lot of um, major um, economic events in uh, Russia, Ukraine, Russia, um, Ukraine. Thank you very much. I don't know if it's recording or not. Russia, um, Ukraine, 2021. Even US, US elections are even a major economic event. Ask yourself questions. Where did the money go? Who made the money? Where did the recovery start from? Which I've already explained. I say that in most times of economic and home holes, and the banks tend to bail out some people and invest money into the economy. I've talked about the recent thing in China now, with the Chinese economy. Yeah, by the stocks fraud and three three percent that get uh, the day of the uh, of the injection or intervention, whatever I want to use. Now, where did the money go? I realize that gold tend to perform well most of the time when there's economic turbulence and economic uncertainties, as the case may be. 
But when you see stocks are now going down, you see things going down, go to good. But the problem right now is that stocks are going up, mortgage, everything is going up, gold is going up. So 2024, please be prepared. Hold your fundamentals very well because from February, a lot to start happening. And let us remember the US election is with the very is a big delegate with the way um, Donald Trump is moving and what have you. I wish he comes back and put the word in order, but let's see what will happen anyway. I'm not I don't want to talk politics today. I'm not in the mood. So this Wall Street market crash, ask yourself how did it happen? Why did it happen? Even the Wall Street um crash of 2008. All these are things that you shouldn't look at. If you just come down and hold it for yourself and see some levels, some patterns. And I use those patterns a lot. Yes, the, the, the world, I know one, the world will be a good place, but it is not what it is. The world is not really a nice place, you know, as the world of peace. So yours is to look at this major event. These are just five. There are about 10 major events. I told one of my students to give me the uh, picture about the, the most of the major events in performance to gold. And he showed me, and I realized that it's only one year that gold did not perform, perform well as in relation to other things. Now, it's not just gold. Look at the currency pair you trade. As you say, currency pair in situation. How did this pair perform? This is how people should even do their backtesting. I don't know how you backtest, but that's how I backtest. If I'm in the month of March now and I see that, that something's happening on the currency pair I trade, go and check other years. In the month, of, I don't just check other year March. I'll go and check the current economic situation. Is there any year in the month of March that anything happened? That's why I said for 2024, backtest 2020 and 2016. As bad as it is now, some people are even buying another pandemic, another lockdown, another wickedness, so as to keep them out of the White House again. So, 2020 is the perfect way to pass test for 2024. But the election is a major economic event. So, these examples of these major economic events is for you to learn from and prepare for so that you can make trading decisions, not to just ignore. We in the retail space will tend to ignore. Somebody told me in the month of October that he won, that his gold is bearish on gold. And he's a trader for the past many years. I let him be anyway, but we are cool now. I'm, I'm sure he will be somewhere here. He's, he's a very good friend of mine. I told him to come. I'm not trying to share him anything. Now, other factors, volume, which I have talked about it yesterday. You know what volume means, how um, you need to understand the position of the people that matter. Like I talked about other market participants. What, what are the commercial banks in the market? More multinational corporations, the hedge funds, particularly the ETFs. What are the positions in the market? That's one thing volume can give you on a day-to-day -day basis. Your own is to find out the positions. Now, another thing we need to talk about is now tendencies. Give me one minute. Let me refresh.
thank everyone for still remaining here. I'm sorry my health has been wonderful. So I will be rounding up soon so that I can focus on my health. But the slide is available so you can so it will be given for everyone to use for their own research for their um studies. So now thank you, my um, two very good friends that are Taking up on me as the webinar goes, I don't take um I Miss Amina and uh, Mr. Min. I don't take that for granted. Thank you for the constant checkup. We are not um, family members, but the care you have shown me for the past one week, I deeply appreciate. So, seasonal tendencies. Yes, I want to dwell on this very well. Now, this is where the back testing comes in. Like I said, like I said, if I see that. Uh, in the month of March, something is taking place. I will go back to the previous years and check at what month of, of March in any year did that similar thing happen. And I use that data to back test. I cannot just um, back test stupidly. I never do that. So that is seasonal. That's what seasonal tendencies can do. So now, what are seasonal tendencies? Uh, ah. Seasonal, um, now seasonal um, tendencies. Okay. Wow. The power has gone off. Okay, okay, I still have power on it. Sorry, the power has um, gone off. Let me make an adjustment. Um, where is that? <laughs> Um, I'm coming. I want to get my note on seasonal tendency. Give me a minute, please. Look at season, seasonal tendency called seasonality, depending on how you look at it now. Now, seasonality is a characteristic of a time series in which data experiences regular and predictable changes that reoccur every calendar year. Any predictable fluctuation or pattern that reoccurs or repeats over a one-year period is said to be seasonal. What this means is, in the in the um, in the in the financial year, which starts from January first to December thirty-first. There are some things that tend to repeat themselves over and over and over again. Those things are called seasonal tendencies. So, as a trader, it's your job to look at these at, at seasonal tendencies and use it for your back test. Example of seasonal tendency is the they call it Santa Claus the, the Santa Claus rally. What that phenomenon talks about is that in the month of um, December, which we are in, there tend to be a positive um, outlook for stocks. Stocks tend to perform positively. So in the month of November, I told my clients and what have you that we are going to trade stocks actively for the month of December. Why? Because of seasonal tendency. The, the, like I said, 
there are conditions that we cause for that thing. And I realized that everything in the month of November shows that there will be a Santa Claus rally for um for this um, December. And you can look at the chart how the stocks have been performing. Funny enough, all the stocks from F across board from the 40 to uh, Frank Frank Party, whatever what they call the French um, French stocks to the um, United States um, we're starting and what have you, they have been performing very well. So seasonality is that characteristic of a time series in which data experience regular and predictable changes, same same as this um, December move in the stock market. So you as a trader don't ignore seasonalities in the market. Now seasonal effects and uh, seasonal says seasonal cycles they can be um, observed between one calendar year. Now, you know this the discussion that we normally say that September market is not performing well, which is true right? because of the holiday season. So September, I don't really do much in that why because of seasonal tendencies. But we as traders, I'm not saying technicals are bad. I'm only saying that people don't understand seasonality seasonalities. I told them if my um, my students and what clients, I'm like, we are going to look for only buys in the US taxi in the NASDAQ and SP 500. That has been our plan. And it worked very well. I didn't open any currency related thing the whole of December. I told everybody that I work with and work for. Please let's focus only on stocks. And we can look at crypto at um at uh, what do they call it code. Why seasonal seasonal tendencies? There's this thing that um Anton Creo talks about. He talks about uh, you know where there's latitude in the markets. Seasonal tendencies will help you to answer that question. Oh, I started, you know that volatility will go to code, then you can't trade good. As a trader, you cannot just be tied tied to one place. I used to say I trade only good until one day um so trader said a tweet. And that tweet um Need me to open up. I look at everything just because I place trades on gold doesn't mean I don't look at the Japanese and like it's not my it's not my job. They told me like you're a poor technical trader. I'm like I look at more pairs than you now. I didn't look at the chance to know that um you expect to perform well this December 100 and 500. Why? Because of seasonal tendency. So you should understand what happens at every period of time so that you can make take decisions. Let us say the pair of trading moves only ten dollars for the whole year. Why are you trading it? January, you should know what to do. February, you should know what to do. Vice versa, so on and so forth. Don't tie down yourself to just uh, one particular pair uh, or particular trading pattern. I'm saying that market moves in certain types of things, in certain ways, and, and, and during certain periods of time. Just is to figure that out. Now, October is the most volatile time of the market. How did I know the seasonal tendencies? So in October, I expect big moves. Some people even say that um, October gives a positive, um, what they, a positive uh, move for the uh, Japanese yen. May gives a positive move for the, um, sorry, may gives a negative move for the um, USD card. That is not the point. The point is you need to go and find out. If you go even on Google search, I don't want to put any chat to be like I said, but I want us to open our eyes and be open-minded and do some research. This slide is just a guide for further research. Not for me to say I'm right or wrong. I can be wrong tomorrow and I can be right today. I can be right today, wrong tomorrow. But yours is to use information for your own for your own advantage. So you 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 go to Google or wherever. Google, you can just Google seasonal seasonal tendency for your pay. If you show your graph and you see how the card is high behaves. Now the next thing is comment of traders report. Comment of traders report. If you go to the CTFC website, this is what I'm going to be I'm going to be reading from. The CTFC COT. 
aside from um, the CTFC being a regulator, there are other functions that they perform by law. The C, the community trust report, the COT data, is not given because of the like you and me. It is given because of it is required by law. From stocks to currencies, or in fact, all the whole asset classes. Now, what I call the, let me read from the first line of uh, the commitment of traders. Uh, Uh, let me continue now. Now, look, this is from reading from the um, COT website so that anybody will say that I am making up now. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission, Commission of CTFC, publishes the commitment of traders report to help the public understand the market dynamics. Specifically, the COT reports and the breakdown for each Tuesday's for each um, Tuesday's um, for each Tuesday's opening trades of futures and options on sorry for futures and options on futures market in which twenty or more traders hold positions equal to or above the reporting levels permitted by the CTFC. CTFC releases the weekly COT reports in static format to support the historical usage pattern of industry professionals viewing and assessing each day each week data. Why am I bringing uh, the CTFC here? It is very simple, and I will tell you the reason why. 90% of retail traders are not correct. Did they, did they tell that 90% of um, international traders are wrong? No. If you follow the institutions, you have a high chance of being right. That's why I always follow the institutions. You will never see me trading against the institutions. Anywhere the institutions are, is where I am. If I look at the COT data and I see that there are more sellers than buyers, I would and I, I make a visual um, opinion immediately to say that okay, the sale will be will be safer this week, will be safer this month, safer this quarter. Why? Because there are more sellers in the market. It's only when the sellers and the buyers are at um, longer heads that I can say, okay, no problem. So even if you don't know the truth data, you can go to um, this this um, page on Twitter. It is called um, at COT Reports. He does a very wonderful job at COT underscore reports he publishes this data on a weekly basis every friday he decodes the information and the raw file from the ctfc website but in case you want the ctfc website directly you go to youtube search for larry williams lectures on the subject matter personally i don't know how to interpret the data from from um, the from from um, from um, the raw file i've taken the course from larry williams and i did not learn anything because of i can't do it so i just use from coc data or i use a website called um, trading star they also give detailed analysis on the COT data. It shows you the positions of the commercials, non-commercials, not retailers. There's a saying that out of in out of 10, 10 retailers, eight are wrong. It's correct, but out of 10 institutions, eight are right. So you have better chance of following them. I've already talked about geopolitics. I've given you examples. Let's not talk about this forecast. Now, what is the forecast? Because we in the retail space, what we do is predictions. People in the um, people in the what do you call it? People in the um, institutional level, they do what they do. What is the forecast now? There's a reason why the hedge funds employ um, 
professionals why they employ people with them with people with them um, degrees people with phds and what have you come and work in a trading floor and me i cannot work there why because i'm not a professional i don't know anything i'm simple i'm simply speculating and predicting those people with the with information with the knowledge that forecasting now what is a forecast that's what i would have loved to use to close but also have some predictions other moving forward my personal predictions to make which i will just run through them now what is a forecast please listen this 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 is relating to um our um our our business someone just told me that some people don't know how to read the uh, the COT report from underscore report.com. Well, he has a, if you go to his website, he has a pamphlet, you can um, get it, but I will try and explain the little here because every platform that reports the COT data uses a different um, setting. Tradingstar.com has their own pattern that Williams uses directly from the COT data, from the, from the COT data from the CF, CTFC website. So I don't want to give an opinion on how to read it because any site you go to read it, they will give you their own. Even the A1 trading team led by Trade Trader Nick, A1 trading team, he has his own way of reading. So I do, and everybody looks for different information from the data. So you need to personalize it to your own trading pattern. That is what this this seminar is not for me to say. I do this, do that. No, no, no. I don't want to be legally liable for any mistake you make with your life tomorrow. My own is just to tell you, check ya, check ya, or no. I'm not in this platform come and say the COT data does this or does that. I'm sorry. I would have loved to, but I don't think my lawyer advised me not to do some things. So I've noticed I've avoided anything that can make any liable or negligible for anything. So I'm sorry that I don't want to explain the truth. I've told you people that know interpreting better than me. Now, what is a forecast? A forecast is a technique that uses historical data as input to make informed estimates that are predictive in determining the direction of future trends. Now, how do you make this adequate forecast? It's not with the knowledge of the fundamentals. It's not with the macro. Can you use just looking at time and price to make the forecast? You as a person, for you to be able to make forecast, you have to look at them in major economic indicators, which is um, the GDP, unemployment, inflation, and what have you. That's why when you say that, oh, the banks are always right, why would they not be right when they're forecasting your predicting? Do you think the headphones employ some page orders to come and trade at the floor? If you look at the Bloomberg trading terminal, you look at the trading view, you will know what is garbage. I'm not saying chance are bad. I'm only saying that we need to, we don't have a lot of enough tools. That is the reason for the web. Now, you don't need to do the forecast yourself. I must say, I don't do that myself because you don't have the knowledge and, and, the, and the technical know-how. No knowledge, no technical know -how. What do I do? I use para people. Now, yeah, I put it, I use ING, banks, JP Morgan. Every bank gives a forecast. Every bank gives a forecast. Look at the banks, all American, all the banks, major American and European banks. They give wonderful forecasts. Major American, ING, you can go to their website, you see there, major American banks, um, trading economies, trading economies. Let's not forget the CME group, trading economies, CME group, um, whatever, like major American banks, um, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, 
they, they are giving acne and like i said in the in the retail space 10 out of eight are wrong but in the institutional space if 10 major banks if if eight banks out of 10 say that price is going to a particular point i can tell you that price will likely get there why because remember they won't have the money to move the market so let's not forget they have the funds they have the means they have access to the politicians that you don't have so to be on the safe side just follow them the fed world too is also in the um, cme group website like i said the cme group website also so you too try and be getting this needed predictions go on google and find out i'm giving you three sources ing and trading economy cme group they do a lot of good work so your own should be since i can't forecast by myself those that have the skill of forecasting how can i know how can i be privileged to see what they're talking about you shouldn't just um, tie yourself down to oh no like i was very positive and, and that, the, that the rates will not be increased for the bank for, by the bank of by the central by the european central bank and the federal reserve why because of most of the um, forecasters said so so after doing my own using my own small research that me that is inconsequential i will sit down and look what institutions are doing stop looking at what i'm doing i'm a retail trader don't look at what is doing look at institutions i don't look at who on the internet i'll go to ing and go and check what they're talking about are they always correct? No, but they are correct most of the time. More, more than the average person on, on, on Twitter that is showing me a, 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 a trading view um, screenshot. What a trading view screenshot have to do, do, do for me? Let me see if I can open Chrome and go to one place here. Yeah. My informations are not blood, but I will try my best to see if I can show something. I hope I don't expose any sensitive so that we can um, take see see an example. We'll just go to ING finish. ING is a perfect example. Okay, no, no. new tab. Enhanced. Not now. Not now. What's new? Okay, okay. Got it. Thank you. ING forecast. Hmm. Those ING, that would be enough. See, ING forecast now. We can even use the previous data. cookies. Now I've been talking about macro, 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 macro since now. This is a see. Look at now. These are the predictions for the okay. Look at the GDP. These are their own predictions. You can see the numbers, the inflation, and uh, see the numbers, the policy rates. You can see the numbers. Look at the fourth quarter of this year. They said that that the, that the rate will remain at um, 5.5 for the US dollar, and it did. So these are just simple numbers. If you compare from 10 different places, you know what to do. Look at FX here. Look at the look at the euro. See the predictions for the um, for the fourth quarter. They said price will get to one point zero seven. It price not past one point zero seven. So if you come in and this data is is uh, updated every week, when we see in our last update, thirteen December. This is the people you should be if you want to borrow relief from. Why don't you come in and borrow relief from people like this? I hope that someone have gotten the message and I'm saying it clearly. Because I don't know why we retailers tend to take our focus on different places. I'm not saying that they're right. I'm only saying that they do better research than us. 
So someone that does better than you is who you should talk to. Don't talk to retailers. Now my predictions moving forward, Bitcoin, like I've said, watch BlackRock. Now, and last week, if you notice, ETF has gone down, FTS has gone down, Binance CEO has gone to prison, sorry, we go to prison, um, Ledger, the um, hardware crypto people, they were hacked last week, um, Jimmy Damion, the chairman of the, uh, of the, uh, of JP Morgan said that, um, that crypto should be banned the following day, the following week, Sorry, the following day, yes, no, the following week, uh, Elizabeth Warren and six other US senators passed a bill for um for, for them to put a ban on some and some restrictions on crypto. Now, um, look at let me Google something. Let us use Google. I don't want the major shareholders of BlackRock. This is just a simple Google search, it's a irrelevant, like, inconsequential laptop. Or I say major major shareholders of, of JP Morgan. This is this, this this is all that I need to say on Bitcoin. I want to go further. I just want to say things in the public domain. See BlackRock, yeah. BlackRock owns seven seven percent of this company, and the same person is saying that um they, they should outline at big uh, crypto, but not the same is but it's the same it's the same somebody that is still trying to um get uh, what do you call it ETF next month. So we should be very we should be prepared for Bitcoin. Now for the dollar, um, I expect more military funding for Ukraine and um, Israel. Zelensky was in the White House on Tuesday, but I know that the, the dollar, the bubble is going to burst very soon. World War Three, U.S. election, so it will happen simultaneously. Of course, I see the fight that given Donald Trump. So it is also in relation to the dollar. More people, more people will run to the dollar. The problem is what happens when more people run to the dollar. Uh, people go to gold. The Federal Reserve is currently stocking gold. Same for Russia, same for China. And when you see all the world powers seriously stocking gold, that means they are getting somewhere. Interest rate moving forward. Ready to be one of the, one of the places to uh, make your um, your research and give your own a more detailed opinion. I believe that there are going to be rate costs going into 2024, but I don't know how. I suspect the middle of the year. My personal prediction and i've thought and i've talked about interest rate, so you can see your research according to um what did they call it ng what are they saying ng is saying that there will be rate costs from the um, second quarter of um you know, what, like 2024 the second quarter you've seen that they, they have said it do whatever i want to do with this information don't be saying do this or do that now other currencies the euro well, the, the euro that bubble is bust. The Japanese yen, then the hard and rock place, the Bank of England, watch them seriously. This week they are going to be sorry, next week they are going to be meeting. Since the week ends today, uh, I I will I will support, I would love you to watch and um, what's going to happen. Like the Swiss franc, I see more strength for the Swiss franc. Why? Because of the yeah, I've explained it already as the safe haven. So that's that's just it. So think we can um, stop here so let me give conclusion trade only what you know not what you think or yeah apply risk management trading psychology and technical analysis this is this is not a standalone everything must work hand in hand the purpose of the um, discussion today was for us to at least get a little insight this doesn't and this is not even up to 10 percent of macro but this is just a, a breakdown and a rundown so that at least we can know how to do our own personal research and know where to be looking at. I missed a lot of things, but it's in two, three hours that I will do justice. 
this is macroeconomics is a course in the investment and studying economics it is called echo 155 so the little that i feel that guides my own decision based on the macro when i say i trade macro that that i look at most of the time and i've managed to present it in this um, small form that i can so in case i made any mistake i apologize i'm very sorry thank everybody for um giving me the giving me the opportunity to share this um, seminar today and like i said i will get the question here maybe tomorrow or next as you can do that then questions can just be free that so i can just answer the question because i don't think everybody has the same type of um, question or the same needs at least related to trading mr Mishak, thank you for being here with me today i deeply appreciate thank you for coming yesterday sir um i want to uh, also thank um yusuf trader he's going to be here by four o'clock also i will thank him even though he couldn't make it yesterday but any, any other time that we want to have any anything like this i will make sure he um comes on board also so thank everybody for coming and i appreciate it thank you very much i think i will end the um, webinar right now